Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Uh, this is a great segue into our, um, uh, what we're going to talk about for the next couple of minutes. And um, for you guys being in the room, uh, and those of you who are listening, uh, you'll, you'll hear this in, in different places in our church uh, in the coming uh, months, because this is a really important uh, kind of step by step. I don't know if um, I don't know if you're like me, but it helps when I see steps. When I'm able to see like one, two, three, four, uh, that that helps me um, instead of like see like a huge thing and be like, oh, I want to get to the end, but here I'm at the beginning and. Oh, like, you know, like it helps, it helps me. And so uh, this is, this is going to, we're going to be rolling out a lot more steps in our church with different things um, that we really care about and different vision and all that kind of stuff. And, and so um, this is uh, Acts chapter 4, 13 and 14. And a little um, background, James, not James, Peter and John had just performed this major miracle. Um, it's the, the first one that was like uh, pretty, pretty out there. Um, I, I'm going to talk a lot more about this at some point with our church. I preach on this passage a lot in our church. Well, a lot for me is like, I, I, I know I've done like three or four sermons <laughs> about it in our church. And so, um, but I just want to talk about it more because I think it's so incredible. Um, but the Bible says uh, later on that um, this guy who got healed in front of the gate called Beautiful um, was over 40 years uh, lame. So, so imagine like living in life like over 40 years, like a problem. Like, and I'm not talking about not being able to walk, but think about like the different problems that we have. Just think about the different things we wish God would take away from us. Think about the, the different things we wish that could be different. And, um, and think about living with that over 40 years and what that does to somebody. Right. How they act and how they live. I mean, you know, the, like that, that creates something. And all of a sudden now that's gone. Like that, that all of a sudden God has now healed him. He is standing and walking uh, where... For over 40 years, he's never been able to do this. And it has caused everybody to go crazy. I mean, just like, what is happening? This guy's been over 40 years like this. Now he's walking, and they're all talking about the name of Jesus. And didn't we kill Jesus? Didn't like a bunch of the high priests, like, didn't, didn't we... Don't I remember being in a crowd yelling, like, crucify him? Yeah. And now they used his name, and this guy's walking. And now I'm remembering that didn't Jesus do some of these things when he was alive? This is crazy. What if we made a mistake? Yeah. You know, like, all of these thoughts are happening in the crowd. And, and, and the Bible says that now over 2,000 people gave their hearts to God. Wow. 
from that miracle. So, so just, a, just like in Acts chapter 2, 3,000 people came because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So like they saw this baptism of the Holy Spirit and they're like, what's going on? Everybody's speaking in different languages. It's coming from the Holy Spirit. And Peter explains it and they're like, come on, I need some of that. So like 3,000 people and then now 2,000 people. So like there's like this huge revival like it's happening in the center of Jerusalem. And, um, and so it's causing, again, the high priests, the religious right, the, the people that um, tried to keep Jesus quiet and kill him and get rid of him and all that kind of stuff. It's now creating their problem again yeah. to where they're like, we got we to figure this out. Yeah. So they call Peter and John and they're like, listen, this got stopped. But here's what I saw in verse 13 and 14 that makes it so important why we say every story matters. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could say. So let me tell you steps. Remember I talked about steps. Let's talk about one, two, three, four of where you can actually see a story that that actually matters. And and, and when we say every story matters, um, it does matter. Some stories are in process. And so, but let me kind of highlight the processes that we want to happen so that we can look at a story and say, wow, that's why it matters so much like this. So step one is this understanding that there's, um, there's boldness. The members of council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. What does that mean? Does that mean that they were just like loud? Well, I think it means a little bit more than that um, because it's not just loud. Uh, Does it mean they have courage? Yeah, I think it means they have some courage. Absolutely. Um, I think it's more than that. Uh, When you're able to be that bold, I'm talking about, you're talking about the name of Jesus and that Jesus was killed. And so remember that they were so afraid that they were hiding out after he was killed. They actually ran because they were, they were so scared of what was happening. They actually left and they were like, man, we got to get out of here. We're going to, we're next. And now all of a sudden they're like, Jesus is the only thing that's going to save you. Jesus is the only thing that's going to heal you. And so the, the, the high council is like, where's this boldness coming from? Let, Let me, let me kind of give a little more context to that word and say, I, I, I would say that, there, that that actually is connotating freedom. Freedom from fear. Freedom from whatever hold, held them back. Freedom from old things that used to be their old life. And so that boldness translates into some kind of freedom in their story. And so let me, let me kind of go a little deeper in your story. If you can't share your story yet, you don't have that kind of freedom yet. 
If, if, you, if you are not open with, hey, I used to be a scaredy cat, but now I'm standing right in front of you saying Jesus is the only way. And I, I tell you what, we've got to listen to God instead of listening to you. And I know that you killed Jesus, and I know you could probably kill me, but that doesn't really matter because I've got to be faithful to what God's put on my heart. Like that kind of freedom and courage and boldness, uh, that only comes when you do have the Holy Spirit working in your life. And if you've never understood the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, we can talk about that and we will talk about that as a church a little more in depth. I don't have time to kind of go into all of that. I'm, I'm just saying it is not only um, something good, it is something needed yeah. for your story awesome. because it gives you freedom. There, there are things that had held Peter and John for far too long and they, didn't, they weren't hold, held by them anymore. And so you start being able to have freedom in your story. You, you start having, so when we start seeing people who start talking about, I used to be like this and now I'm like this, that's a marker. Yeah. That's a step that we can see, oh, they got boldness. Their story is being, is, is being changed. Their story is really going to matter because they got this boldness, this, this freedom. Second is this one. Um, this is another, you can just look at your story and say, this is why it matters. Uh, not only for freedom and boldness, but the second one, notice that the, uh, the council said this, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in scriptures. This next step is not only freedom and boldness, but commonality. When your story resonates with somebody else, and they say, if it happened for them, it can happen for me. That matters. That's why your story is so important. That's why our stories are so important because it allows people in our environment to say, oh, there's nothing really special about them, yeah. even though we all think we're very special and that's wonderful. But understanding like, Oh, it's just not, pastors aren't the only ones mm -hmm. that can live like that. Or people that have read the Bible over and over can live like that. Or people that are just better people. They, no, 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 it doesn't matter. Like every single person, if they open up their life to the grace and the power of God can be changed. But when we start sharing our story, that unlocks that understanding in people in our church and saying, if God saved their marriage, he can save my marriage. If God healed them from cancer, he can heal me from cancer. If God uh, stepped into that thing, God can step into my thing. And, and so there's so many things that the, the devil would love to lie to so many people that walk into our church and say, you're the only ones dealing with this. Everybody else is living this rose-colored life with everything great. Their kids don't throw up on everything. Their kids are great. Their marriages are awesome. They're probably praying as they came to church, not fighting like you were coming to church. They, you know, like they, they probably have a kid who doesn't yell when his dad's trying to talk, you know. Like there, there's all these different things that are, are going through your mind because the, the devil would love to, he wants to separate you. Just so you know. He wants to separate you. When you ever see somebody that starts uh, pushing everybody away, yeah. 
When you ever see somebody that starts saying, well, this person made me mad and this person made me mad and, and they don't care about me and they don't care about me and they don't care about, let me tell you, that's not God's spirit that's working at that moment. That's, that's the enemy that's trying to divide them because once they can get uh, divided from the group, then, they can, then the enemy can really work on them. They can keep them, they can keep them away from, just same thing, it's, it's, it's not anything crazy. You see it on National Geographic all the time, right? The lions go and get one from the herd and they circle around. And then when they circle around, then they get them and go. The same thing happens all the time with people. Yeah. And so, so understand that it is so important with our stories that we preach commonality. We're all in need of Jesus. We are all on the same playing field. And if Jesus did it for me, he can do it for you. And that's what brings so much unity and brings so much faith and belief. And so it's so important that people see not our best, but see uh, God's best through us. And I'm not saying that this allows us to live a sloppy life. Does that make sense? Like, well, you know, I'm just me and who I am and I, you know, and da 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 And it like almost, um, we use that as an excuse not to m- move forward. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that yeah. because I, I, I believe that's a little unhealthy because that starts uh, making us just stay where we are. So I'm not talking about that. Um, but I'm talking about, hey, I'm moving forward. I don't have it all figured out yet. But I'm moving forward. It, it's kind of honestly like this. Sorry, Tiffany, I know you're going to hate this, but I'm just going to have to use an example just for a second. It's exactly what I saw like on Facebook. I, I don't get on social media a ton, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try and um, as much as I can. And I saw one of Tiffany's posts that she talked about the words that you say. And I love what Tiffany said in that post because she was saying, um, listen, I don't have this all together, but I really want to say words that are encouraging and that are positive. And, and I just thought that was so great because that, that's such a great way to talk about the commonality of, we, hey, we're all working on it, but look, look, God can work through me. God can work through you. God can. And so this is so important. These, this high council saw, these are just ordinary guys. Yeah. That Peter and John are just ordinary. Three, okay, so we got boldness, we got commonality, three. Jesus. You see in your story when you see Jesus, that's when you see a story that's mattering. Remind yourself again that your story is not about you. It's about the grace and the power of Jesus that's worked through you. If your story always leads people back to how good you are, that's not going to matter that much. But if your story leads people to see how good Jesus is, that thing's going to matter. Because look at what they said. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. That's what they saw. Oh, they'd been with Jesus. So it led them to think, oh, these guys have been around that Jesus guy. And he healed people. Now they're healing people. Oh, man, there's some kind of common thread here, 
can we make sure that in our lives that we're letting people see the common thread here that, oh, this is me, this, yeah, it's my story and, and this is what God has done in my life, but just so you know, it's not, a, just, uh, it's not about me and it's not about my life and it's not about the good decisions I made and it's not about how I just made everything perfect at one point and with my own work and my own work ethic and my own just grit and determination, I climbed up the mountain and I got up here. I, I'm telling you, that, that kind of self-reliance only gets us this far. But when we can say, I, I was at the, I did everything I could and I got this far, but then Jesus came down and pulled me up so much higher than I ever could go by myself. And I realized it is but by the grace of God that I am anywhere in my life, that my life and my marriage are changed because of my kids are changed because of the grace of God. And, and so people see your life and they actually don't see you anymore. They see the grace of Jesus. That's what we're aiming for. And that's why your, your story matters so much. I, I love this. They're trying to get at Peter and John, but they really, they're like, this is, this problem's not with Peter and John. The problem was Jesus. Yeah. Like they, they, and, and that's when we can see a healthy story. We see boldness, freedom. Yeah. We see commonality, just ordinary people. We see Jesus, not us. And the last thing, notice what they said, but, they, but since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could say. They saw proof. The Bible calls proof fruit. So people see your life, they don't hear your words. No, they, they, they saw the guy standing there and so the council could say nothing. How many people would, I mean, how many people just, oh, I don't believe in God. Or I hate church. I love Jesus, but I hate church. Oh, you know, all that stuff. It was cool once, but I got kind of burned out and I'm not a part. All of those arguments carry no water when they see a changed life. When they see a life that used to be, I mean, up, burnt creek, you know, and then all of a sudden now completely changed. They can't say anything. They just got to look and be like, okay, proof, fruit, this, this, you, you can argue like as we say all the time, you can argue with an idea, but you can't argue with proof. Like, like, so this is why stories matter so much. This is, this is why our church bedrock mission all the time. Stories, 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 stories. Why? Because people are changed when they see boldness and freedom, when they see commonality, when they see Jesus, and then when they see proof. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.